city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 264 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. That's right, people. The night before. One more sleep, as others like to say. Our good friends, you know that already. But we're here. That's it. It's MLS Cup Eve in Los Angeles. And we're there. Uh, They're live. Not parking anywhere close, but we're definitely going to be there. Uh, But it's on. And so we are going to do this. We're going to preview this bad boy. We'll talk a little bit about Austin. Uh, But we got to hit you guys with logistics, setup, uh, the game itself. We got to get you ready the night before. Lineups, you name it. To do that, though, I got to bring on my team, my family here, Tony, Bam, Araceli. That's right. All back together again to celebrate, to kind of get you ready. So here we go. Tony, how are you doing today? Tired, anxious, everything under the book. This has been the longest week, and I feel like today's been the longest day. So, I mean, you know. Who, who can't be tired doing TIFO prep until 1.30 in the morning, right? It's just life. That's some yeah. life, you know. You're not alone. Uh, Bam, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's been a long week for me as well. Um, thankfully, I spoke to one of my bosses at work during the week and went, so the football team I follow has made the final. And it's just going to get Sunday off work. Yeah, sure, here you go. And then today... I was supposed to be at work right now, but I ended up getting a phone call saying, hey, do you want today off as well? Sure. I'll use some annual leave and take today off so I can be on the show with the boys and girls. So here I am. I'm getting nervous for tomorrow. The first good sign in the lead up to this final is Bam got a reprieve. So there we are. Uh, yes. And of course, Araceli is here who actually braved the uh, media day and checked out all the interviews and put in the work once again and was the star of the Heart of LAC podcast on the Superpod this week. How are you doing, Araceli? I'm doing well. Kind of feeling all the emotions tonight. You know, I'm a little annoyed that a cold kept me home from such a momentous occasion. But nonetheless, I'm really excited to see everybody's video and pictures from uh, for tomorrow. And as you mentioned, with the Superpod, I just want to give a quick shout out to Jonathan and Chris from Shoulder to Shoulder for putting that together and bringing us all together, more or less. It, it was such a fun experience, and it was great to see everybody. That was awesome. Uh, a lot of nostalgia out there. Some old friends, that's for sure. New friends. It's family. It's the pod fam. Uh, and so definitely, if you guys haven't heard it yet, definitely jump on it. Check it out. Uh, it's it's definitely a good one. And uh, I know Dewey's made everybody cry, so that's pretty awesome, too. Uh, <laughs> Love you, Dweez. Uh, so yes, check it out. But we're gonna we're gonna do our preview. And I know everybody's been jumping on previews. We just got our own little vibe. You know how that works. Of course, before we get into that, we are gonna talk a little bit about Austin and also cover some breaking news. Uh, Tony, I'll throw it to you, man. What you got for breaking news this week? We're in the MLS Cup. MLS doesn't like support supporter culture and we decided to take it upon ourselves to make our own tailgate and walk (laughs) i was this close to calling this episode dude where's my car uh because of the situation that we're currently in where i guess i'm getting up at five in the morning and 
leaving the IE to, to get on a train and somehow get to the game. I know with family in tow, uh, but that I guess is what we have to do in order to play in our house today or for some of you for today, because you're gonna listening to it, but uh, it is what it is. Um, speaking of the logistics, just to help all you out, um, you have the option of the trains, right? Uh, it, it's not that hard. I used to do it back in the day for these games since parking was so expensive while I was present. Most of the time I actually took the train uh, to the game. It works. It's quick. Even from out here in the IE, um, you know, you got your Metrolink, you got, you got Union Station. It works. Uh, for the rest of us that have our cars, your best bet will definitely be Dodger Stadium. Uh, park there and they will shuttle you to the game i know it's a long shuttle uh but hopefully logistics are right and they'll get you there in a good time the bright side of all of it is when you finally do get there we finally do have a tailgate it's real there's an actual tailgate that came out of the blue uh thanks to it sounds like the city of los angeles we got a public park um not so public now it's tailgate park uh, and it's right on the corner by the Natural History Museum, and actually one of the one of the exits for the um, the Expo Line. So you can get it right off the train and, and jump across the street, and you're there. You're already at the tailgates. Um, definitely be there. I know some supporters are going to be there as early as 7 a.m. I think it technically opens like at 8, but they're going to be there earlier. Uh, there will be food. There will be drinks. There will be all kinds of madness. It is BYOB or be, bring your own anything. Um, yeah, and, and definitely get there. Get there before 10, though, because by 10, you can guarantee we're heading towards the stadium. Uh, the gates are opening early, of course, at the game, so you need to get there by by 10 to get in the march. Hopefully, they'll be down there by 10, 15, and I think 10, 30, the gates officially open. That is the plan. That is the thought. Uh, expect, though, a ton of people. If you're going to be a part of the march, you're going to be a part of a massive march. It could be pretty much most of the north end uh, walking in early. Uh, the benefits of it, though, of course, are we get to secure our location. Thank you, sir, for popping that up. There you go. Uh, so that is that is the that is the march, folks. So get to Jesse Brewer Park, meet up, get ready, get some get some uh, food and drink in, and head to it. Now the nice part is once you get into the stadium. The food is, I believe, is everything's pretty much, yeah, food and drinks are 50% off uh, for the time since it's way before the game starts. So definitely enjoy that. Um, I haven't heard the 90 before 90 has been extended. So that's nice too. And so, yes, go have a good time. Go enjoy it. Make a day out of this thing. You're going to need to anyways, because if you're trying to get there last second, we'll see you in the second half. Uh, it's not going to get easy getting in there. Uh, USC and all the madness behind that has made it next to impossible for us uh, on, in, on many fronts, especially uh, with the parking situation, really sad situation where we can't even park near our, our home, uh, which, yeah, I think I'll let, I'll let the others jump on that and everybody in their comments as well, but it is not a happy situation, that's for sure. But credit the 3252, credit the club for making the best we possibly can under a uh, otherwise impossible situation. I would say this for the, you that are making this trek. This is a good experiment for the Olympics and the World Cup down the line because you can guarantee things are going to get tight for that too. And transportation will be next to nil in many cases. So this is a good a good trial run to see how we how we make things work in LA using public transit. Uh, and it should be good. Honestly, at the end of the day, 
it might be a benefit in disguise. Getting out could be funky, but yeah, get there early, make it happen. Um, MLS is running the show. If you are worried or wondering or kind of angry with the club about it, it ain't on LAFC this time. Uh, this is completely a, a creation of MLS, the way they're doing things. And of course, USC being a bit stingy about things, um, not giving us space like we would need. So there's that. Uh, club is doing the best it can. They're working as hard as they can to make it work. But here we are. Uh, it can still work. And we can still get our our, our, our fun in. Um, it might be tight up there, but it's worth it. Just to be together. Just to get ready for this thing. And then to take over the bank. It should be a good day out. And I think that's pretty much the background, right, Tony? Anything else you want to add to the lead-up to match? Um, I'll save everything for my final say of every of the whole controversy. But like I said, get there early if you don't want to tailgate. And you're this is me talking to supporters who are part of official SG and stuff like that. Even also people who want to step up. Uh. I'm getting there early to secure our spots. Like, again, I don't know if the other people are going to try to get the seats and stuff like that, but I'm going to be there in the front line trying to get in before anybody else to secure BA's section. So that way we have our normals and our supporters in our section because you trust as producer most likely said, there will be randos in our section and there'll be, it'll be the whole, Season two crowd. Hey, can you move the flags? I can't see the game. Um, you know, or me or me asking them politely four to five times. Can you be please be off your phone or in them not chanting? So, yeah, yeah. Patience is going to be a virtue in this game. Um, not only because it's gameplay and, and the challenge that we have, but yes, a lot of the crowd will be people that are there to simply be there. Right those that want to be at an event, at a championship game. Again, I'll have a lot of those people. Also, half the stadium's pretty much Ticketmaster MLS control. Uh, it's not our own. So, you know, our normal season ticket holders, God bless you all, since you're not going to be able to make make it because of this situation. Um, they lost their tickets, pretty much, because of a league control thing. So, uh, not, not a great situation, not a beautiful situation, but that is where we're at. So, there's going to be a lot of new faces that we're going to see there. Again, do our best to be as kind as possible, but at the same time, firmly, firmly protect the culture um, and and follow through with that and make sure that if they're in the north end, they're doing it right. This we ain't got time. We don't have time for tourism. Uh, this, is, this is a cup final. Uh, so do your best. Be on your best. And um, if someone needs a little bit of reminder and help, give it to them in the best way that you can uh, to keep going and make, make it constructive. So thank you, Tony, for bringing that up. We definitely need to do that. Now, before we get into the heavy heavies on this, uh, let's cover why we're even here, what got us to this point, and that, of course, is the victory against Austin. Uh, a massive win, one that I know we were all a little bit nervous about leading into this thing, but that is right. We eliminated them in the best way possible, a stylish way, I will say. Um, I will throw it to you, Araceli, your thoughts on the match from the get-go. I mean, my thoughts on the match are pretty much simple. It's already kind of been said when it comes to Austin. Before going into it, we really didn't know what to expect. We knew that they were quick on the attack and the counters, but luckily LEFC went in and got the job, the, <clears throat> got the job done. They were able to isolate them and 
escape with an easy win. Yeah, I mean, the truth is we we own this thing. We didn't allow a single shot on goal. There were shots, but not on goal until the like 70th minute. Uh, really, the game plan was 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 done up proper. Uh, Buanga, once again, we, we knew there was going to be a weakness on that side for Austin, and we knew Buanga could be the difference maker, and he proved to be in this match. Uh, I think the funniest impression I had from this is of all the work and all the chances getting creative, our first goal was a header on a corner, like a dead ball. Like it's just so bizarre to me the way it played itself out because of the run of play and how dominant we were that, that it, it took those simple moments for us to get the lead and finally break the duck. Um, I'll throw it to you, Bam. It was a little peculiar, right? The way the goals fell, seeing how the game was playing out. It was, it was, um, I do have to say, in my personal opinion, we got a little bit lucky with a VAR call that didn't get done. Um, to me, that should have been a penalty for them. So we got lucky there. But the way that the team played, there was just no one stopping us. Like, it should have been 4 0. But, you know, it is where it is. Like, you're seeing Chicho scoring off a header, a poker scoring. Like, he hasn't scored for a little bit, but, you know, he's back in his ways. When he got his chance, he took his chance. So definitely take that. It was a bit of a screwball play there, right? With the way the ball bounced and all. Oh. Um, yeah, the way the ball Lucky. bounced. To me, that just shows you his football knowledge he's gotten over this year of knowing how the ball was going to bounce. It finished it really well too. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, Tony, your impressions on the match? Everything was just falling, falling black and gold that whole game. It's like you know, what I mean, we don't score off, we don't score off a corner kick that often. And it's Chicho who scores off it. The own goal right in like the first, like when he first comes in, his first touch is an own goal. Like one more. And then the bounce of that ball, it's like, everyone's like, well, he knew where to be. It's like that. He just doesn't know where to be. If that ball doesn't bounce the way it bounces, you know what I mean? It was almost like an act of God that it happened. But that saying that there's one also big, important thing that you brought up to me during the match was there was a butterfly flying in the stadium in the beginning. So, and if, yeah. and as most of you know, when anytime we see a butterfly, you know who's there. So I think there was a, someone, two, three, all our angels pushing us to win this game. Here's the weird thing. It wasn't the only butterfly. Uh, over by D9U, they had a, I believe a white butterfly that appeared. Ours looked like a, looked like kind of like a monarch. It was an orange butterfly. Um, really beautiful. And just hung around until the game got going and then gone. Um, but it was definitely the ser- it was just hanging around there. Because um, they gave me the heads up on the one on their side, and, and it was just okay. You know, this happened in Miami. It's happened in multiple big matches for us um, that the butterfly appears. Let's hope this weekend we get another butterfly. Let's pray for that. That's for sure. Because uh, we all know, we all know the signs. Um, we know they're looking down on us. We know Mo's there. You know, it, it, there, no doubt about it. Um, we have our guardian angels this year, and and so we'll just keep going um, and uh, do our best for them and and sing our lungs out, right? Uh, just like they would. And so we'll we'll follow through. That is that is for sure. But a uh, good eye, man. It was yeah. That was definitely a good sign in the lead up to this thing. Um, outside of that, the celebrations, of course, were fun, too. Uh, the first time we've had Vela join us for a celebration and actually like, get into the mix, which was much appreciated. Um, 
which, you know, I respect that. He basically was like, I'll celebrate when it's time to really celebrate something. Um, and that's what he did, you know. Um, and th yeah, that follow through was good there. Uh, I will say that's perfect. Uh, outside of that, you know, you couldn't get much better for a semifinal for, or Western Conference final, I should say, um, to get the momentum we had going into a into a cup final. So all good things on my end. Anything else you guys want to add for Austin? I mean, I know every show's covered this thing. It's gone pretty heavy with the numbers, but the eye test, I think, wins the day, right? Yeah. 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 So handle those guys. Done with those guys. They can watch like everybody else because we've got bigger things to worry about. Uh, and, uh, yeah, get there. So uh, before we get into that, uh, I think I'm going to throw out the reactions because there's a few comments I'm already seeing. So I'll give you guys a chance to jump on right now. The faithful once again, of course, always join the conversation. We love it. Uh, we need it, right? You are the reason why we do this thing. So let's see who's on. Let's see who's going uh Going crazy the night before, not able to sleep, just like us. Uh, Burke, here it goes. Just a couple more hours. That's for certain. Y'all know we're crashing right after this pod today. <laughs> Jonathan's on. Ah, good talking to you today, man. Uh, we're we're going to be fine, brother. We're ready for this. Um, if you're asking, Jonathan does have plenty, plenty of tequila still available. Um, there's a lot in stock. And remember, all of these purchases go to Benefit Mo. Um, again, it's for charity guys. So definitely check in with Jonathan. He'll be at the tailgate. So do that, do that. Uh, Jose Rendon in the mix. He's ready. See, he's ready. I see Wolf. He's ready for it. Ellen Hernandez calling out sick tomorrow. Cough, cough, cough. That's not how it works, Ellen, but okay. You're sick now. Yes. It's going to carry over in tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> Aquarela says, ADM Micheladas, you are certain for that. Not for me, but for you. Go for it. Uh, you do you. It's a cup final. Everything's okay on a cup final. Daniel Unhill, anything else? Nervous? I'm nervous, but not scared or worried nervous. I was nervous before the big game. Can't believe. Can't wait to leave it all out there. I'm definitely nervous because these are the two best teams in MLS. Without a doubt, this is going to be a battle to the very end. This is a heavyweight fight, a clash of the Titans. You want to get crazy with this thing. This is where we're at. You cannot get better for MLS. This is the showcase. This is the showcase. Two teams with very different mindsets. I know we'll get into it, but Danielle, you should be nervous. I'm nervous. If you're not nervous, you don't have a pulse. This is one heck of a, a showdown. Uh, he says, ready to bring it to Philadelphia and take them down. That's our hope. That is our hope. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Danielle says, I got all my ducks in a row. Plan to listen to the pod, finish work, go to sleep, wake up, hop on the bus. There it is. Katie Burris in the mix. Good seeing you again, Katie. There we, where we go. He says, uh, she says, let's go LAFC. Biggest day ever. Our boys are showing up mentally and emotionally. They are securing the cup for 2022. That is definitely the plan. Oh, Mark, thank you for asking so I can clarify. It says 50% off. So we're talking 250 beers. We are not talking 250 beers. Uh, the North End deal is still the same as it always is. That's not going to be 50% off. We're talking food, man. And probably, you know, regular drinks that's how it's going to be um but definitely the the north end 90 minutes is going to be extended a little bit further alan says how many tickets did mls give to the union a lot uh, <laughs> and just to the general public so um you got to realize mls pretty much is in full control of this thing their allotments we don't control their sections we don't control 
Um, we're given what we're given. I know it sounds terrible to our house, but but that's the way MLS operates. If you love or hate sing, single entity, this is one of those arguments against it, right? Because even though it's our home, it's not treated like our home on the day. And you'll see. It's going to be a little different when we're there. Um, it's the spectacle. They kind of want it to be like the Super Bowl. So they want they want control on pretty much all aspects of this thing. We do what we can within the within the parameters. But, yeah, they got a lot. Uh, they got a lot. Not more than us, but there there's a large section. Um, for dedicated supporters, it's pretty big. Um, not, it's bigger than most, not crazy big, but it's out there. And then just the general sales are pretty heavy too. So get ready. There's going to be a lot of Philadelphia fans, which there should be. I mean, realistically, uh, it is a cup final. There should be a good allotment for them. They're in a final. Uh, it sounds like it was more than what Atlanta gave up to Portland fans though. That's what it does sound like to me. Uh, it's Jibble says, let's go. Let's win the cup. Burke, he saw it too. The butterfly hung around for a while too. It was beautiful. Again, it's a sign, people. Uh, Smalls, call it 3-1. I'm glad I was wrong. <laughs> oh, Vel D. Velez, 86. LSC had a tougher playoff run than the Union. I think we will dominate the game and see us winning 3-0. Oof, man, could you imagine? And Chicho Arango chant was dope. I agreed on Chicho Arango. Love it. Um, this is a tough team. Yes, they got a realistically an easier path to we basically have run the gauntlet this time all the teams that were the trouble team for us they faced we all, all of our demons we had to face to get to this stage you couldn't make a harder playoff run we took it we did it harder than them and they had a struggle in one of those games against cincinnati um but they still got the job done and they fell behind in new york and came back and we'll talk about that too but i can't take anything away from this team they're solid I will say that right now. Uh, however, they got there, they got there, but now they're coming to our house. So we will we will see. Three nothing would be beautiful, though. Anything. I don't care what the score is. As long as we're lifting a trophy at the end of this, I'm happy. Uh, Wolf says, I know if I'm shaking because I'm cold or because I'm nervous. Yeah, it's cold. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm feeling it, dude. Everything has been jittery today. Focus has been a little bit off. It's cup fever. Just call it what it is. It's cup fever. That's what we got. So good stuff, Wolf. Thank you guys for the comments. Uh, let's jump back into it. Let me see. All right. So club and community news. I will throw it to you, Tony. What have we got for club and community, sir? Just the pretty much the tailgate and where it's located at Jesse Brewer Park at 377 Bill Robertson's Lane. Starts at 8 starts at 8 a.m. and then the march starts at 9 45 so get there early take whatever transportation you want um for the if you are in gonna park at dodger stadium you cannot tailgate there there are people who will still be able drinking there will still drink i know that but you're not allowed to tailgate you're not allowed to drink uh, sorry tailgate at dodger stadium so be mindful of that and for those who cannot um show be there at the game because these tickets were if this is why i've been saying put in the work put in the work put in the work because of times exactly like these because your name shoots up really quickly there will be some watch parties um empire boys are have uh brick shacks at 1201 north grove avenue in ontario california los tigas in northern are going to be a Distrito 14 at 1837 first at uh first 
in Los Angeles. And then from our friend Fresco, Shannon on the on the Pine at 209 Pine Avenue will also be having a watch party for those who are in Long Beach and you can't make it. And then there's also one in San Diego with uh, San Diego AFC. Let me pull that one up. I totally, that one just popped into my head. That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's why that one, because I know they always do one. And I try to remember them because we do have some San Diego fans out there. And we do when they travel too. When exactly. they get up here, I'm sure if they could get tickets, they would. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Shannon's on Pine will be good. Um, they've definitely worked with Black Army in the past and uh, Fresco is definitely um yeah he helped us with that one it'll be a good it's a good place to see a game so mm -hmm. i would say that to you guys right away um you got it you got yep. it tony so they're going to be at the tap room beer co as always in north park that will be a 2000 l cajon boulevard in san diego california there we go all right good stuff uh let's see we've got that's right, the Black Gold Vinyl Club Minute. And just, oh, oh, you got something else? What you got? No, I just want to uh, real quick that Maria just announced today that they are, will be hosting a watch party as well. Wow, even with the USC madness going on, they're going to pull that off. That's going to be tough for them, but good for them. Again, that's the closest to the stadium as you can get uh, for a location, so that's cool. Good on Chuparia for, for, for making the accommodations. Again, they've been with the, they've been with us forever, at least with the LAFC supporters. So, um, good on them for opening up the doors. We need all the help we can get. A lot of our faithful will not be in here, for very obvious reasons. Again, we can be mad, 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 um, or we can just get loud, and beat beat the system. Right, do what you can, um, get the win, take it from them. Um, and go from there now uh, vinyl club minutes I know we were kind of I think all of us were kind of scrambling I have one um, I'll throw it out right now I don't care about what bands are playing in Austin at this point we're in a cup final I couldn't care less at this point uh, for looking for a band from Austin so I'll just look for one from Los Angeles and stick with that um, for this one I'm just going to go with the simplest of them all red hot chili peppers okay uh, for me the album would be by the way the song can't stop you heard every halftime before we get back to the second half every game it's tradition in the stadium and honestly this is where we're at we can't stop now we've gone this far we cannot stop now and i think that is a perfect transition into this match is you can't stop you got to keep going this the unfinished business i know we use kobe's quotes right job's not done it's right job's not done so i think can't stop is a perfect perfect example of that i know there's 27 red hot uh red hot chili pepper songs we could choose a lot more rage songs we can choose but for i think for that one i think it's a good one since it's something we play a lot at the park can't stop you guys got any other nominees tony you got one i think uh yeah i do um again back to my hip-hop roots i have <laughs> ice cubes it was a good day because it that's just the vibe that i'm gonna go in with it of going in just making sure everything is set and stuff like that and it's literally talking about la and how you know life is when it's a good day so hopefully it'll be a good day and you can all have fun can you really get a fat burger that time of day though probably <laughs> just just gotta ask man like good stuff you know um supersonics are dead you know, right? Same as Cascadia being in a cup final. We could say that too, right? Right? We ended mm -hmm. that. That was us. 
Um, yeah, all good things. Good choice, man. Good choice. Bam, you got one? Uh, also, a little bit old school with with For Us. One of our first LAFC songs that came out was My Home by Sticks. Oh, Sticks. We love Sticks. He's been at the games. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. He had a whole album yeah. dedicated to us. Like, that is exactly. nothing better. Exactly. Like, Sticks is the man. Uh, yeah, dedicated so, so entire. Uh, that's a lot of work. A lot of work. So go back to um, my home. One of the first ones to, to drop. I owe him a hug. That's all I'm gonna say. He's awesome. Um, I don't know. We've got a lot of musical artists and and talented people that are sticking around with us now. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. That's for sure. Aristotle, did you have one you wanted to introduce, or uh, a song that you know in a big moment like this you would definitely want to want to hit play on? I'm really trying to think, but as soon as he said Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dark Necessities just popped into my mind, and now I can't get it out. So I guess I'll go with that song. <laughs> Good song. Good song. Yeah, no, I, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. So that's cool. We got four of them because it's a final. It's just how it's got to be cool. If you guys have any comments you want to say about songs that you need to get pumped up with for this, throw it out there. Throw up your favorites. It's all good. Uh, really, again, Black and Gold Bottle Club Minute. Uh, yeah, it's on. All right, so let's transition this thing. Let's bring it into why we're all here. That's right. Talking about the cup. Well, 30th minute, it's a good time to jump into this mix. So let's talk about it big time. All right, so that's right. We are in the final. We have qualified. We are definitely playing the Philadelphia Union, number one versus number two in all the league, separated by wins only for the – that's why we're hosting this thing. They had the goal difference. I know some some weasel reporters like to make a big deal about that this week. I won't name his name, but he's still a weasel. Uh, rules are the, rules are simple. The game is simple. Wins get it there. The tiebreaker. Deal with it. Cry. I don't care. We've moved on. We're the top seed, and we're hosting now. The Union are in town. The game will be tomorrow at one o'clock on Fox for those who can't make it to the game, but otherwise. One o'clock is kickoff time. If you're trying to get there right at one o'clock, guess what? It ain't going to work. You better get there super early and make it happen. Now, you want to talk run of form? Both teams are in a good run of form. They've been a good run of form all year. And I'll throw this to you, Bam. How's Philly looking right now? Give um, it to me, man. Obviously, to make it this far, like us, they've won the last two games. They started off with a 1-0 win over Cincy, and then they come from behind 3-1 win over New York City FC. Right, and in the lead-up for the season, they had a moment where they got above us. Then we took them again for the shield. But again, they are even on. They were even on points in the lead-up, right? Exactly, they were. And definitely, it's just like the, the way I said, like the same last episode. No point going through their whole season because we know what their season was like. All that matters is the playoff games, and so for that, you know, two wins—that's all that matters. Right, that's it. It's ninety minutes. That's what separates it. It will be this game. It is a final. Whatever form you thought teams played going into this is their form. That's all nice and dandy, but when it comes to a cup final, everything changes. You cannot write this story. It is impossible to predict this match. It really is. You can say, ah, yeah, it's going to, that's cool, man, but no. You don't know what it's going to be like till they get on the field. That is for certain. Tony, if I'm going to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of this side, what should I be looking for? Their defense, to be honest, they have the defensive player of the year, the second runner up to defensive player of the year, 
And then also Blake, the best goalkeeper in the league as well, back to back. So that's what we have to worry about. We also have to worry about their counter press. They're very known for as soon as they get the ball to just send it and counter you quickly. So they strike fast, strike hard. So if we can slow that down, we will be doing really well. The one benefit for us that we've had coming into this game is they haven't scored in the in a, in the in the last two away games before they were at home the whole time. They haven't scored at a at away, so that is a beneficial to us. And we've every time we face them, we end up somehow tying. Like I said, the last time we faced them, as me and you were talking about it during setup, was not even our full strength. It was. No, no, Kilini, no, Segura, not it was what Palacios, Fall, Ibiaga, and Escobar. No, Murillo either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, depth chart wise, it's pretty wild. Um, an odd lineup. We also played a different system. Well, not system, but approach. We played a four-one-four-one in that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just really odd uh, the way we set up in that game. Uh, I think tentative because of who we were playing and knowing the power that they had as a team. We weren't quite ourselves for that game, but still managed the way. Uh, if you're going to use that as a way to compare both sides and how it's going to be, you can't. Um, they did have one big change. They had a different right back for their game against us. So uh, it's a little bit different now. We'll break that lineup down. Uh, before I get into the lineups, though, and what we should expect from Philly, I'll throw it to you, Tony. Or not to Tony, I'm gonna throw it to you, Bam. The refereeing situation. Who we got? How's he treat these guys? All right. So the referee for us, um, we'll start off with the VAR ref is Drew Fisher. So we had Mr. Drew Fisher in the VAR. Fourth official is Joe Dickerson. Uh assistant ref number two is Ian Anderson. Assistant ref number one is Corey Walkwell, and the ref is Ishmael Ilfath. Now, mm-hmm. yes, yes, everyone can sit there and go, it's Ishmael and all that kind of stuff. This year, he's done 18 games in the MLS. Home wins, 50%. Away wins, 38.9%. 11.1% draws. Averaging 24.83 fouls per game with 4.89 yellows and 0.22 reds. Overall, for his 202 game, MLS games he's done, 53.5% home wins, 26.7% away wins, and 19.8% draws. For LAFC, this year we had him four times. Three wins and one draw. Uh, Philadelphia has had him once for a win, which was a 4-1 um, home win against Chicago. The games he's had for us this year were a 2-1 away win to Portland, a 3-2 home win to um, the Quakes, a 2-1 away win to Cincy, and a 1-1 draw against Portland. And all those games, he allowed to get very physical, right? I mean, that, that is something he does allow for is a lot of physical play, correct? Yes, yes. Now, and, out of those four games, there was 12 yellow cards. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. So grinder teams benefit from the way he approaches, but we got results. So look at that. I mean, going to Portland ain't easy. Y'all know that. Uh, no matter what form they're in, you go to Portland, it's 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 a tough one. So sounds like he's pretty fair. I mean, he was, what, referee of the year 
yeah. <laughs> was honored for his work. So, uh, you know, we can, what can we expect? Where we're LAFC, we tend to not get calls anyways. But in this case, it seems like he's been pretty fair to us in the lead up. He, he is. And he's not that kind on Philadelphia. So out of no. 17, out of 17 games all time, he's ref Philadelphia. They've lost 52.9% of the times. In the 11 away games he's done, they've lost 54.5% of the times. Interesting. Very interesting. So they're looking more concerned than we are in the lead up to this. Now, I'm not knock yeah. on wood. All I want is a fair game. That's all I'm asking for is just call it straight. I don't ask any, any favors. Just let them play. Call it as you see it. You know, that that's what yep. I want. Don't let them break it. Don't let them break this thing apart. Like, you know, Philadelphia is going to try to break the game apart. Don't fall for it. No, it's definitely a play not. on necessary. Play on. Let's do this. Yeah. And go. he has he has done one Philadelphia MLS Cup playoff game, which was a in 2019, a 2-0 away loss to Atlanta. There we are. Okay. Now, uh, looking at the Philly side, I will say something interesting. They've had, what, three cup finals they've played in already? Not MLS Cup, but, I mean, they've been in finals. And in all cases, they have failed. Um, so... <laughs> There's some there's some pressure there. They can act like there's no pressure and all the pressure is on us. Nobody wants to go for four. Nobody wants to go for four. That's going to be in the back of their heads. That's for certain. Now, looking at the lineup, seeing the lead up, uh, do they have anybody out BAM for this match or it could be unlimited minutes? Uh, Bedoya is only one questionable, I'd say, with a hip flexor strain. So yeah, he's lost a lot be... of time, right? For that, he has. He has. Last game, I believe he got 45 minutes in. That's all they could get from him. Uh, I believe that is correct for them. Yeah. uh, Last game, he came on. He he got subbed off at halftime. He only played the first 45. So he's questionable going into this, to be be honest. He's not been able to put in a full 90. He's kind of the talisman for this team. Yes, they got a result without him on the field this last match, and we'll talk about that but he's been a critical component in their lineup and having him out it for any period of time against a team like us will not bode well. Um, that will be trouble for them. So you expect him to start. And I honestly, he'll run himself into the ground. If he has to, they aren't going to calculate him on time. He's going to go as long as his body will allow him to do so and expect that. Cause it is again, MLS cup. And that's why they're in it. Yes, Tony. And there's also the news of that. One of the players is going to Frankfurt. Yeah, the Aronson connection, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, pa- one, Aronson, yeah, Paxson yeah, Aronson is reportedly going to Frankfurt. So I don't know how that deal goes through. Is does he stay? I don't think so. He stays for this is his final game in Philly. So mm-hmm. y'all about to see a new star born for the U.S. men's national team. Looks like. Well, yeah, it's a there's his brother, right? Is also. Yeah, so that's going to be kind of cool. Um, again, this is Philly showing what they do best. They're great at developing players. They really are. They have an aggressive program. Now you can see it paying off for them. Uh, the fact that he's going for, to Frankfurt, congratulations to him. He's earned this. Excellent player. Uh, but, yeah, he'll definitely go after the winter break. I mean, that's the way their, their transfers work. So it'll be post, post-Cup, World Cup, and, and he'll be gone. So this is kind of his, his moment with them, his final chance to make a mark for his side. 
uh, one more reason to be careful about the lineup that they're going to field for this game. Real. For real. So, uh, last game, talking about the 3-1. to one. Uh, Of course, they fell down in the 57th minute. I heard this one on, I was listening to this one on the radio, driving home from our own our own match um, and caught highlights. But I listened to the radio and it, it kind of shocked me because it sounded like New York was going to do something here. They take the lead and then two minutes later, right, 50, 65th, 67th minute, Carranza and Gazdag take these dudes out and then Burke finally, you know, puts the insurance in in the 76th minute. True story, though. True story. New York had their chances. Blake was Blake. <laughs> and he, yeah, yeah. again, put in a world-class performance um, and kept them in this thing, which he tends to always do this year. And so he kind of stole the match a bit for them because there were times where they could have pulled away with 2 nothing, and it just it didn't happen. There was one dead-to-right situation that he shouldn't have stopped, and he still did and became the story. But that is Philadelphia to a T, right, ma'am? Exactly, exactly. Like, if you just go through the key stats of that game with Philadelphia and New York City, Possession, Philadelphia 34.9%, Philadelphia, uh, New York City 65.1. Shots yeah. 10 to 13, six on target to four, crosses five to seven, three corners each. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Fouls 19 to nine with only two yellows to Philadelphia. Should, this is how they play. 19, yeah. 19 fouls and only two yellows. So that's what I find interesting. And the total team. XG was 1.7 to 0.6. It's bizarre, right? I mean, it popped three when when it didn't look like it was going to be that way. But that's the Philly way. Uh, smash mouth it in. Uh, they they pick they pick their angles, right? They 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 know what they're doing. This is the, the way they say it. Their coach talks about how they punish the teams they play. They take pride in the physicality. This is this is how it works. Um, and, and the ability to switch to from being a complete counterattack team to actually getting on the front foot and taking it at moments and catching you off guard as as you let down your guard because you think you got them on against the rails, right? And that's what they're going to do. It's a very smart side, a very dynamic side. Uh, looking at the lineup in that match is something we're probably going to see here. Uh, up top, they had Ure and Carranza. That's what it's going to be again. Uh, Gazdag is sitting there as your controlling midfielder. Uh, attacking midfielder Martinez is more of the controlling side of things, a little more defensive minded. They have Bedoya on the right, Flock on the left. Uh, yes, yeah, St. Pauli products. There's a little soft spot for me there. Uh, Glesnes and Elliott as your center backs. Mbiazo on the right. Uh, Wagner on the left. I know another one. Uh, and then, of course, Blake, Blake and goal. This is their best lineup. I don't see it any old way. Now, they do have some good options off the bench. They have Corey Burke that actually did damage in this game. Um, Jack McGlynn can come in. It's a good side, of course. Um, and then, yes, go for it. With with Bedoya being questionable and all that, I can see McGlynn starting for Bedoya. Do you think they'll start and then bring in Bedoya as kind of the the savior later? Yeah, I reckon they will. Yeah, I part of me feels like no, you're gonna give everything for Bedoya early because they know if they fall behind to us, there is no coming back because their system they don't deal well coming back. I know against New York they got it right, they got it, but against us, the, you cannot fall back on LAFC because once we get momentum, once we get that those wheels turning, and now you can't sit back anymore, 
then you're in you're in trouble. Once you open up the LAFC, it's it's death. And so I feel they need Bedoya. If he can move, he's gonna be out there because of his importance to the team. Um, I have to throw it to you, Tony. What what are your thoughts on Bedoya? If he can move, is he out there or that you think they're gonna try to save him? If he can move, he'll be out there. Like again, last game of the season, you can't hold anything back. It's like if you have enough strength to be able to play for at least 10, 20 minutes or give your full out for that, you're going to try to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's spiritual with him too. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aracela, your thoughts on Badway are they, are they going to drag him out no matter what, or, or what do you think is going to happen? I definitely predict seeing Bedoya in the first half and trying to use him as long as they can, unless they need to make a necessary change for some reason. But also, too, we cannot underestimate the fact that this is a very young squad. They're starting, um, not only the starting, but even looking at the bench, I can tell you from an MLS Next Pro perspective, I'm seeing a lot of our players from that league who participated throughout the regular season, even the next pro playoffs, uh, Paxton Aronson, Quinn Sullivan, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Rio, Matt Freeze. So again, we just can't underestimate the talent that this squad has. They have depth. They have young depth. Where we have kind of star depth, they have young guys that work and follow the instructions of their manager um, to a T, to be honest. The system is what wins games for them more than the individual. It's a different approach, and everything's from the back forward, while ours is on the front foot. Philosophy, a different philosophy, and now it leads us to this clash. It's great. I mean, honestly, to see an MLS Cup like this, where you have two philosophies clashing in a final, not just everybody play the 4-2-3-1, right? Bore you to death in another final, right? It's not that this time. It's going to be different, a little more smash mouth, very physical, but you will see the swings back and forth at times as they change their transition, as they change their moves, as they as they try to trap us and we try to pummel them. Uh, it, it's going to get interesting. Um, looking back against Cincinnati, we go one more game back, and guess what? The lineup is the only difference. McGlynn, as, as Bam mentioned, right, is the other option in that position. And so in that game, he was there, and Burke came in for him. Eventually, so that's again, Bedoya just wasn't ready for that game, which is why I think they struggled so much in that game. Um, yeah, he wasn't even dressed on that one because of the injury, so should be interesting. Um, Bedoya is their conversation, it just is, as Bam mentioned. That's the that's the only lineup variation I can see. Do you guys see anybody else breaking into that starting 11 at this point? No, maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, maybe Burke, but he's so good off the bench, you can't put him yeah, in there. I, I, unless, yeah. unless someone wakes up with gastro and can't play. Or protocol, right? Or protocol, because yep. that seems to be a thing. Uh, again, so yeah, who knows, right? I mean, it sounds like everybody was in training today. Um, so they're there. Um, I think the story is us more than them about who's available and who's not. We'll get into that. Um, if you were wondering about that two-two that we had against them, again, the only difference was their right back and our entire back. Our entire back line uh, was the big, the big difference makers. So again, I can't read too much into that match. It doesn't matter too much. Uh, you guys, do you read anything into it or just let it rip? It's playoffs. Let it rip. 
Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Now four, that brings it back stuff. to us, right? It's us. We're the story now. Who's available? Who can't be available? Um, our, our good brother Ben uh, was at training today, um, and he did witness Segura not a part of training. I think that was the bombshell of the day for us. But we can't be too surprised because he struggled all year with health, um, and so it sounds like he won't be he won't be an option for us for this match. And if he is, definitely not going to be a starting situation. Again, if you can't train, you can't expect him to be ready to go for for this day. Uh, so that being said, the backline becomes the story of the day. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, Bam. Your backline, who do you think we're going to see for this match? Questions all over the place. Yes, I know. For me, um, I'm backline. I'm going backline from last game. Hollingshead, Rillo, Kalini, Palacios. I agree with you. If Chiellini can start, because again, we don't know if he's ready to start. If he can start, he's got to start. Aristella, your thoughts on the back line? Oh, that would be my same four. Howling, San Mario, Chiellini, and Balasios. Chiellini, more or less, because you want that experience right off the bat. There it is. Tony? Wash and repeat. I agree with both of them. It's there's no change. If he can play, he can play. If he can't, then it's they already had the conversation with Ibiaga. Him might starting, but you don't change anything. Yeah, I mean, if Keeling is not there, it's Ibiaga, right? There's no other way around it. You're not putting a kid out there. Uh, and then there's Escobar, right? I mean, obviously, second half sub. I think we're all looking at for him. If he's ready to go, that's what he does. Uh, I, you know, we talk so much about Bianca, uh, Buanga in the Austin game. We do have to say something about Hollingshead's efforts against Austin and, and how much of a revelation he's been. Um, there's no way to take him out of this lineup except for health at this point because of how much he's contributing. He, he's another attacker now. You know, we look at Palacios as that, that attacking outside defender. Dude, Hollingshead has, a, has had a greater impact, amazingly enough. Uh, and he'll do it again this match. Uh, it's important to have him out there, so good on that. It, now, our midfield it, it, again. It, mm-hmm. Before we go on, it's a bit funny that earlier in the season, we're like, no, nah, Escobar's got to start. Escobar's got to start over Hollingshead because Escobar's got the spot and all that, and now, because of an injury, Hollingshead got that locked down, and you can't get it away from him. It just shows you how much fight and how much how hard it is to get into this starting eleven. Well, I mean, Escobar won an MLS Cup for, for Atlanta. Quite literally. He scored the goal, right? He was the difference maker. And now we're talking about him off the bench, which if it's going to go late, they're going to carry us late. That's a fine option off the bench. A guy that's actually won it late for a team in MLS Cup. Like, what a great problem to have. And, of course, Escobar, whenever he comes into the sub, comes in angry, which I love from him. I like the anger. It's good. That's competitive spirit. Um, he's always coming in with something to prove. So that's fine by me, man. You be you, Mr. Escobar. We love every bit of that. Um, now, looking at our midfield situation, I think this is probably the most predictable thing. Probably our top line, too. But uh, Araceli, I'll throw it to you because you know what it's going to be. What's our midfield going to be? I feel like it's going to be the same. See, Fuentes, Elie, and Acosta. Right. I, it can't be anything different. I, I, 
man, it'll be a drop off if it did. Um, yeah, everybody's shaking their heads because yeah, that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be. They're healthy, they go. Uh Ilya's the amazing story. More I watch him, the more I love what he does out there. Um, watching watching his off the ball runs against Austin. I just I, for some reason I really wanted to isolate him when I'm watching the game and seeing like a crazy person because that's what I do. Um, my eyes were on him a lot, just watching him um and, and where he's at, and it's just so important to us. It's beautiful to see what he does. Um, Acosta Sifu. They get the job done. That's what they do. Um, it's all good there. Top line, looking up at the strikers. Chicho's going to be up top. We know this already. Vela's on the right side. The nostalgic conversations that he's had in these interviews these last few days has is, is been really, really freaking cool. Um, and to have Buwanga with the confidence and now the scoring to go with it is, 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 is an absolute beauty. I'll throw it to you, Bam. Buwanga's the revelation, right? Oh, Buonga is our is our Dio. When Dio hit, hit the ground running and got those goals, he just kept going and going. So the fact that we brought him in, he wanted to come here, and we're paying so little for him is ridiculous. Another steal, just just like Orango, a steal, absolute steal. Um, earning every every bit of that. I mean, he's a DP, but man, ain't much, you know, like price-wise um my favorite part about buanga is whenever he runs into a frustrating situation or misses an opportunity he never looks frustrated he looks like okay how do i need to solve this the next time what i'm going to do a little bit harder the next time and make it work the next time how can i change it up and he does every freaking time he finds his ways to be dangerous to to, to tie defenders up he's going to do it again uh, that, 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 that right back that they're dealing with, with Mbiaso, right? He's going to be in trouble for this game. He just will be. There's no way. I don't care who's back there. It's going to be trouble for him. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. And of course, Chicho Arango, once again, snubbed. I don't understand how a guy can be nominated for MVP, but not be in the best 11. I'm befuddled by this. And I, I know the way he looks at things. I guarantee you it's just going to be a motivator for him. He's not frustrated by it. It's just one more one more way to say, well, I got somebody to prove wrong. And he'll come out there with fire. Uh, Tony, looking at our top side, our top line, um, what are you expecting from each of the guys? What do you think their big moments are going to be on your end? What are you expecting? I expect them to kind of just like, like I said, they've been they've been saying the defense is so great and everything like that, but if they get us in open field, we kind of control the whole thing. I expect Buanga to try to like dribble through everybody, get the open spaces to allow Vela into open spaces as well to get the ball in in a in a very profitable situation to like score. Same with Chicho. And then we even have even gone to our our depth in that in that forward line with Oboku because he will be also that energy and light that we need, you know. Uh, yeah, it's that, that guy coming off the bench, and you have Teo if you really need Teo, which is so bizarre to me that he's he's not even getting the minutes, right? And he, he's such a high quality player, but they're there, you know. If things go hard for the guys in the line, you got the replacements, and they're not a hard drop off at all. Oboku, look what he did when he came in against Austin. That was a necessary move. It needed to happen. And look what he did. So our our depth, 
while they have youth and they have a super sub in, in Burke, look at ours. We have five super subs to come in. They're all super subs. It's that moment. You know, I look at the game, I look at the way it sets up, and I just look at it and go, it's the second half. The second half will be the difference. We just cannot fall behind in the first. If we're leveling at or if we're level at half or have a lead at half, it's done. We got this thing. But we gotta get to the half without being behind a goal. Cause I know the way they play. We have to be in the right place going into the second half. Because you already know the magic of Tarandolo comes in, right? We know what he does. Um, it helps to have the talent he has, right? But still, the right decisions and the hard decisions have to be made. Imagine how much pressure it is to take a guy like Carlos Vela off the field at any point in the game. That's pressure. He's Carlos Vela. And you could see it's respected, right? And you're good with it. It's a beautiful thing. And that's, I think, the difference in this game. At least if I look at it. Um, Araceli, what signs do you need to see in this match to know that we're on the right side of things and we're going to pull this thing off? Really anything. I mean, it could be a cheeky play from Chicho or just a super sub moment from Mahalo or even Teo. Right. Right. Again, Teo. Watch. Watch. I don't know where this guy's going to do something tomorrow just because that's how cup finals work. It's the guy you least expect. It is the moment. Which I give it to Bam. and He's had his experience watching a lot of crazy cup finals. And he knows that it's usually the guy nobody's talking about that ends up with a goal that wins this thing. Um, so I'll throw it to you. Which unsung hero or not as highly sung hero could be that guy in this match? Um, for me, it's not about being the unsung hero. It's being the unsung team. We've got to not let the foot off the gas. We score, we go up 1-0, mentally it's 0-0. We go up 2-0, mentally it's 0-0. We got three nil mentally. It's nil nil. We cannot let them get any room. Do not even think about going. All right, we're up three nil. We can relax. No, you can never relax against this, against this team. We need to make sure that we keep going for the juggler and beat them into the ground. You got to bury them. Yeah, you got to play your system and not not fall from it. There is no dead time. Again, the last match they scored two goals in two minutes in a game that looked like they weren't going to make it. It really did look like they were getting shocked on the day, and all of a sudden, guess who's alive again? Philly, and they're going to run away with it. This team is dangerous, dangerous everywhere. They really are. It's it's scary, scary talent on the other side. On a low budget, which always amazes me, their finances are pretty wild, but they're doing it. They're getting it done, and we're going to be in it. Uh, Tony, I'll throw it back to you. Any surprises you're expecting to get across the line to get the victory here? Nothing that I, I again. This is new territory for us. It's but it's in our home. The only surprise, the only surprises I want is just like a good hard. For, I want the best out of all our players. At the end of the day, I want Vela to be Vela. I, I, if we can get, I know this is a. This this team is better than the last time we last time we were close to getting there, but I need a 2019 Vela form, just one game, <laughs> <laughs> just one game, and that's all. But for surprises, honestly, the only ones that besides Aboku, I'm gonna say Escobar it could be the other surprise. 
Because again, he's the one that saved us from losing points against Philly. And those points were crucial of us hosting MLS Cup and not having to travel to Philly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, we don't get that tie. We don't go. Exactly. Like right? We don't really host this. You're right. Exactly. There's like multiple moments. Like I said, I've been while I've been not been doing the why during during the off times, the very little off times of 3252 prep for this game. I've been listening to every single podcast from shoulder to shoulder to Max and Vince, and they break it down. There even there's an episode where they tell you which games are the most important points that we need to grab for it because we're no again. We know points don't matter into the long run, but that game, yes, we tied and they did have the advantage moving forward. But by that game, I, I'm just going to go back to that game. They're like, oh, yeah, we tied. We, we, we're still better than blah, blah, blah. Whoops. We don't have home field advantage. We have to go away. Mind you, they are a good away team, but still, they have to, they have to come to us. We get to stay home. Right. I mean, it is all the event. It's just MLS. Home field means so much in this league, more than most, I'd say. It is a critical situation. Um, it's going to mean something. As as much as the league tries to neuter our home field advantage by, again, changing the whole dynamics of it, changing the traditions, at the end of the day, the 3252 will be singing their lungs out. Home field advantage will still be there. Uh, we saw the last game, even the crowd outside of, th- we're singing the songs. Um, now, now you got them angry. So they're going to be even louder. I, ex- I expect some crazy tension coming from the supporter section because of what we've been through with all this madness. Um, it's real. Home field advantage is real. We've got it. We've earned it. Um, and now we just got to take advantage of it and, and follow through. So, I'll leave it at that. I think it's time probably to jump in and and hear what everybody else says outside uh, from the gallery. So let me let me see where you guys are at in this. I know you got some reactions for us. So let's see here. Ooh, I see a lot of, a lot of familiar faces, which is a a beautiful thing. Uh, Wolf. Uh, uh, Julian Luna says, first time here. Let's take the win tomorrow. Hey, first timers, old vets. We welcome all you, man. Thank you for jumping in. Uh, Ooh, song suggestions from Mark Lopez. Cypress Hill. I could just kill a man. Uh, be real. I'm sure he's going to be in the stands too. I just, you got the vibe, right? Uh, last brothers go LFC family. We need a star on our Jersey. Hey, I'll take one of those. That wouldn't be bad. Especially since we're getting a new away kit next year. A fine time to get a new star on a kit. Uh, he says, why is LAC Sands reselling tickets so pricey? Because this is America and it's capitalism. And uh, rent is too damn high here. So people do anything they can and make every little buck they possibly can. Is it nice? Is it cool? Is it kosher? Is it moral? No, right? <laughs> you're You're undercutting your fellow fans. But here we go. Um, and I think a lot of this also has to do with the, the whole tickets, ticket reselling policy of Ticketmaster. I don't like going after corporate, but uh, yeah, you know what? It kind of pushes you into overselling if you go on there and suggest prices way above because the market says so. So it, it, it's kind of built in um, to create this, this situation we're in. I don't ever sell my tickets above rate. 
especially in the North end, I think it's sacrilege um, because I know there's others that are close to me that want to go to the game. that can't always go. So why would I burn them like that? That's just me. That's not everybody, but that is where I'm at. Um, I know with the supporter groups also, there is definitely the mindset of if you oversell to a fellow supporter, you don't need to be one for much longer. Um, and so that's out there too. David Day, throwing up the like button. Yes, please do. Please do, fam. We need that. Uh, it says, ooh, Vela facilitates, creates, sets opportunities. Chiellini and Sanchez will disrupt the thing. Uh, Vela Buanga will score. That is the plan. That is the plan. And I know you guys mentioned the 2019 Vela. I will say the 2019 Vela in this situation, the line we have is probably not the right Vela we need. We need the current Vela. We need the setup Vela that to, to let these guys shine around him. Um, it's much more dynamic Vela now. He'll, he picks his, his, his moments, uh, but the assists are definitely there. Thank you, David, for that. Off topic, yes. Uh, 2023 Rose Bowl, 2024 Memorial Coliseum, 2025 SoFi. Are we talking about future matches in other places or what should have been this weekend? <laughs> so we could all go to the game. Um, yeah, I know. Interesting moments. Uh, yeah, you might be on that for this whole, the whole series that we're going to do from here on out. Uh, Julian, I think we are going to see the best Vela of the season tomorrow. I think so, too. He, he looks ready. He looks so ready. His head's in the right place. Um, and a little bit of angry Vela vibes, too. I got that, too, from him. Not at all of us, but at the situation. I think we're going to get the, oh, you don't believe in me? All right, let's do this. Uh, David Day, Philly would try to rough up Vela, and it will back. I mean, that is their thing. They rough up your talented players. That is their system. Uh, they punish you. They say they're going to punish you. They don't hold that back. That's how they're going to play. It's the playoffs. They're going to leave it all on the line. Um, they will try to rough up. But here's the deal. You rough up Vela, you leave Buanga open. You leave Chicho open. Now you give Vela free kicks in your area. We've been getting better on these things. Good luck with that. Give it to him. See what he does. Uh, Ox is in the mix. Back in town, too. Hope the flight was good, brother. We'll see you uh, in the stadium and uh, at the march. I'm sure you'll be there for it with your dad. Uh, David Day, Blessing and Bale have to step on the field. Yes, for the trophy ceremony. Uh, that's <laughs> no, I think Blessing will probably come in later in the game. Bale, I don't know. I don't know what's up with him. Um, if we do, it'll need to be for necessary reasons, and he better get the work in. Um, oh, Ben. Come in with a hard question. All right. All right. We'll entertain it. Don't be so sad, Ben. It's a cup final, man. We're going to talk about their future. Their future is tomorrow. Um, he says, how many players to starting 11 will play their last game for LASC tomorrow? If we win, probably six. Uh, if we lose, three. I'm not going to say who. I'll just say that. We'll play the numbers game. If anybody else wants to jump on that, they can. You can play the guessing game on that and talk to me tomorrow at the stadium about what I'm thinking between the six and the three and the win and the loss. Let's just hope we win. That's all I care about tomorrow. Um, oh, yes, David. Imagine Blessing scores in, in extra time. It ends one nothing. Um, we're going to be singing Starman for a good 30 minutes if this happens. That I think that is it. Unedited. <laughs> uh, Starman is going to fly. We'll sing it on air. I don't care um, if he pulls this off. I'm with it. Uh, blessing. Uh, yeah, I, I can't see him not getting minutes in this game. We're going to need everybody involved. So, yeah. 
Uh, Ben says, does Philly have an advantage? Because yes, they do. I'm sorry, but they do. They have Andre Blake. Andre Blake is the best goalkeeper in the league. I love Max. I do. Max is an amazing dynamic goalkeeper, but Andre Blake, for some reason, not being in Europe is a travesty. Um, he is a world-class goalkeeper. 31 years old, still got plenty of years in him, but he is world-class and he is by far maybe the best goalkeeper that's ever played in, in this league, in this current form. He just is. It's that simple. Um, he's one of those players that I enjoy watching play. Hate being against him. I will say that about most of Philadelphia from afar. If I'm going to watch another game in this league, it will be Philly because of their commitment and the way they play. But Blake is a show. He should be a show. He's earned the accolades he has. And we're going to have to get creative and get strong to beat him. But we have beaten him. He's not perfect, right? He's not Superman. He's just a darn good goalkeeper. And in penalties, I don't want to face him. I'm with you, Ben. I, I I worry about that. Not this taking away from anybody on our side, but he's he's Blake and he has a way. Uh, Bam, I think you want you're shaking your head. What do you want to add to that, man? Yeah, it's the fact that he's still in the MLS is getting to be on the joke. He's such a good goalkeeper. He he's peaked in the MLS to get better for him. He has to go overseas. And the fact that he hasn't done it yet is I'm putting it into poor management. Whoever his manager is needs to do some work. I mean, if he goes to Austria, right? I mean, go. Go make your money, man. He doesn't have a lot of years left. I mean, goalkeeper's probably got 10 years left, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, go to Belgium. The goalkeeper. Right. Get out there. Do it. Um, Jamaican international. We know this already. He played college ball here in the U.S., uh all the tools man all the tools um again huge i have a huge appreciation for him i am definitely a fan of him just not against us for the 90 minutes plus if it has to be that but uh yeah man i don't want to face him vks i'm with it uh ox says he's ready let's go i will see you tomorrow morning sir or this morning for those listening to the podcast after it gets released uh, David Day says, I'll be watching from snowy Utah tomorrow. Oh, man, sad we can't have you with us in the stands, sir. Uh, but that's all good, man. He's got his own watch party up there. There you go. Uh, Al, I haven't heard from Alan. Well, he says, I'm tucked in bed, ready to fall asleep, bringing a 4-2 LAFC, taking the win tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm going to bed after I get this thing on air, too. I'm sure the rest are, too. There's just too much to think about. Um Oh, well, Al says, why wouldn't they stay and play in Champions League? Uh, money. <laughs> Young players got to go make his living. Um, I couldn't fault any player for that. But I'm also suggesting possible retirements, too, if, if a cup gets won. That's why I think the two additionals or three additionals could be that story. Because if you've won it, what's the point, right? You did what you had to do. Um, and, and so you could see some retirements. Hinchada del LAFC says, tomorrow we make history. I'm with you. I am with you. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Good stuff, guys. Thank you for the comments. Looking good once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right. So we move forward. I know. Getting towards the end of the episode once again. Closing things down and getting ready for it. So... Ha! <sighs> Final comments. We're already here. 
Um, I will go to you, Aristelli, first. Your final comments of the day. My final comments are kind of a piece of advice with it. I mean, it's already well known that everybody knows that I'm from Kansas City. And I was going through some old photos and I saw when Sporting won back in 2013. Even nine years later, I still remember that game like it happened yesterday. Okay, Tony, I get it. <laughs> but the, the point I'm trying to make is that even nine years later, it is still a great memory. So regardless of the results, my advice is to enjoy every single moment that you can. I realize the logistics aren't ideal for tomorrow, but just go in there and enjoy it. Other than that, more or less kind of the same of what we've been saying all season, stay safe, try to find alternative ways either to the stadium or back home. Again, not ideal how parking is set up or tailgate or anything else really in general. But other than that, just please stay safe and keep your wits about you. There it is. Thank you, Araceli. And yes, we're waiting for that big moment. Let's hope tomorrow's that moment. Uh, bam to you, sir. Final comments. Final comments. With LFC going into their first MLS Cup final, I'm going to throw it back to one of the first finals I ever went to, which was the 2007 A-League Grand Final. If LFC can do what happened in that game, I will be, I'll be absolutely marveled. That game was between Melbourne Victory and Adelaide United. The game finished 6-0 with Archie Thompson scoring five. Wow. You okay, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to see Vela doing Archie Thompson. Come on, score five goals quick, nice and quickly. But for those that are going out to the game, just remember, look after each other. It's going to be a long day. You're going to have the college football going on as well. Let's show the college football what LFC support is about. Let's show them how our supporter culture is. As we're marching through, say hi to them, sing songs to them, show them what we're all about. Look after each other. Don't drink too much. Don't smoke too much. And just have a fun, fun day. That is the story, right? Make it fun. Have a good time with this. Enjoy it. I like the, the, the mindset. You know what? Let's give them a soundtrack for the tailgate. Give everything you got in the North and let them hear you from across all the parking lots that are supposed to be ours. Drown them out. Make some noise. Make them look. Freak them out a little bit. It's a good thing for certain. Thank you, Bam, for that. Tony, your final comments. Mm, first and foremost, just drink responsibly. Be safe out there. Um be respectful again this i'm coming from it the 2019 as most of you have it was heart-wrenching like heart-wrenching losing that game but do the same thing like be that classy the way we ended it and to come back if if the bad happens the good again still drink responsibly still act professionally because we have all eyes on that so that's where i'll start off with now let's with all the hijinks that we've been planning and doing and turning around. MLS has been no friend of ours as much as they love us. 
and they love to have supporter they love to mitigate supporter culture here in the u.s which is weird when they use those as their their commercials they're like this is why you should come to the games you know what i mean again lafc their head office they've been working with us the best that they can they even they've been been even fighting with mls because it's like a whole situation with the usc it's again it's college football usc college football is 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 king out here in la if it was basketball then we can get away with it because it's not ucla but just so it's just a whole another thing with the mls again not liking us not doing anything but what i can say is what we did in the week's time in the turnaround and what how it came out is anything better than anything anyone else could do you know what i mean this is as joseph said gonna be my favorite tifo out of the time because i got what i wanted <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but it's gonna be great go out there go full 90 if this is your first time in the north end same thing go full 90 i don't want to you get i'll give you a pass for one phone if that i don't even know if i like as me saying that right now but i'll probably just end up doing it but the whole time is i've been enjoying this whole week as much as this has been stressful i enjoyed doing everything because when we never know what's going when the next time we're going to host this if we're going to host this the playoffs could change and we don't have this quote-unquote super bowl anymore so enjoy the moment enjoy every moment because most of us the people who are there this is their first final of anything you know what i mean especially here in la because it's you know la gets expensive dodger tickets are expensive when they make the world series lakers are expensive when they make the nba finals even the kings tickets were expensive when we made the when we made the stanley cup finals so enjoy this moment if you're there enjoy every bit of it and go have fun that that's ultimately it is is enjoy this thing enjoy the opportunity that we get and i'll throw my comments now uh i will piggyback this is our chance this is our moment we finally got there it's been only five freaking seasons and you're in a cup final mls cup i know champions league we were there but this is mls cup this is that crown jewel this is the one we want guys and we're there and we're there faster than than most would ever expect from us okay we are in our moment. This is what we work for. This is why we have this home. This is why we have the North End. This is why we put in the work every week. It's to get to this stage. Why our guys, our team put in the work they do, put in the sacrifices they do. It's to get here. Now, they need all of us to back them for the full 90 and more if necessary. It's our job. It's our responsibility as supporters, as fans, to make sure that the bank is our home tomorrow, to make sure that we show the world why we're the crown jewel of this league and why they need to respect us a whole hell of a lot more than they have this past week because the disrespect's been pretty heavy. So now we give it back to them. Take it all out on that 90 minutes. Every little bit of frustration the craziness with the cars, the craziness of not being able to, be, to really feel like we're at home. Nah, from 90, from whistle to whistle, it is definitely our home. And we'll show them that it's our home and we'll own this thing outright. If we put our work in, the boys put their work in, we're celebrating at the end of the day. It is that simple. 
And so let's do it. Let's do it the right way. Control as best you can. Of course, enjoy it. Have a drink. Have a good time. In moderation, be smart about it. Know that you're on a mission. And get home safe when this is all said and done. Because this is going to be an odyssey for all of us tomorrow. It could be a very long night for all of us. Good or bad, it's going to be a wild one. So be careful with what you do. Be mindful of what you do. Get there safe. Rely on friends if you need to. And communicate with everybody to get to where you need to go and to enjoy this day that we've all earned. Get there. Make it happen. Okay? And get there early. I look forward to seeing you there. All right. So, final word of the day, Araceli. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And for me to all of you, let's get that cup in, of course. Stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over